0: Welcome to the Coaches Show. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. Excited to have some guests in with me today. First show of 2023. We're talking tonight's Border Battle Rivalry Summit at Independence High School. We're going to start off with the girls coaches. Coach Tony Hill from Independence, Coach John Wilde from Summit. Gentlemen, appreciate you being here. Thank you, sir. It's good to be here. Coach Hill, you're in year two at Independence High School. Coach Wilde in his fourth year at Summit High School. Coach Hill, let's start with you. Second year at Independence, Uh, even though you've been here before, it's got to make a difference for your team and that they know you a little better, you know them a little better. Year two, always a little bit different than year one. You know, it is, and I think a lot of it is
1: just terminology. Uh, They're kind of learning how I approach things and what my expectations are from a practice perspective, game preparation perspective, and – just general terminology, and, and with each coach, things are different, and uh, I think year two's been much smoother. Uh, I've got the majority of the kids back from last year, and I say things and don't have to explain it quite to the detail that we did last year when we were still learning the system. So year two definitely has been uh, much smoother than year one.
0: Comfort level is the big difference, right? Yeah,
1: no doubt. Uh, they know what to expect from me. Um, you know, I'm getting to know them a a little better and uh, their limitations and what their strengths and and so forth and am able to put them in a position to have success a little better than maybe year one when I was still trying to learn uh, what their strengths and weaknesses were. So, uh, year year two's much, much smoother than if you would ask me that question a year ago today.
0: (laughs) Coach Wild, so one of the things you always talk about and we talk about a lot, Girls basketball, how it's really gone up a level in Williamson County, regardless of the dist- which district we're talking about, just Williamson County in general. And you take a look at some of our coaches. Before, it seemed like kind of the Ronnie second-dollar shells, what I always say with Brentwood. Now you've got veterans like both of you guys. You've got Bruce Hamilton and some great young coaches too, veteran coach like Chris Ladd. So uh, I think that's
2: continuing to happen. Would you agree? I do. I think um, they've – Williamson County's garnered respect throughout the whole state more and more, particularly over the course of the last seven, eight years, and continues today to this point. You know, like we talk about, it used to be the Ronnie Show at Brentwood it had some great teams, he was a great coach, but he just kind of dominated. I think there's a lot of parity now. If you go down and see who's won in the district and competed into deep into the region, it's just kind of somebody different, you know, every year. And I, and I think our players are getting noticed and getting recruited more that's a credit to you know their work ethic and the coaches that are working with them you know I, we have kids that you know are, are, are signing college scholarships and not only at your lower levels but, it, but at some upper division levels also within our league and you know it's, it's an exciting thing I think it's a credit to the kids work ethic I think it's a credit to you know how they're raised. Um, the toughness that's created within their families and that sort of thing, and then naturally the coaches that are putting in time and working with them. Um, we've got some really good coaches. You got to you've got to bring your A game every Tuesday and Friday in January and February. Um, got some guys, you know, that um, and, and gals that really know how to coach and, and prepare a team and that, and that sort of thing. And it, it makes it fun. It makes it fun for you guys. It makes it fun for our schools, you know, our administration and uh, the student bodies and. Looking forward to another January and February in the league.
0: Well, and I'll ask this to both of you, too. It does seem like to me, even the short time that I've been here, before maybe early on, six, seven years ago, I could look at the girls' games and pretty much predict the winners probably to 95% accuracy. Because of the parity, you can't do that anymore, Coach Hill.
1: You know, we were talking the other day. You know, (laughs) Someone asked me who I thought was going to win our district. And, you know, uh, you could probably flip a coin. Uh, on a a lot of games in our district. There's a lot of parity. You know, nobody really at this point has separated themselves as being uh, top of the heap, so to speak. Um, So, you know, a lot of parity in our district. Um, You know, right now I could see, you know, all five teams getting hot and uh, being in the race down the stretch. And it'll end up being who's playing the best basketball probably that first couple weeks of February. Coach Wild,
2: you know I I agree with what Coach Hill's saying. I I think Ravenwood has the most experience. They've got four kids back um, and good players, and Andrew's done a great job with them. Um, So if I'm picking somebody right now, if somebody made me pick, I'd probably say Ravenwood. But you know I agree with what Tony says. You know I think it could be anybody, and I think I think each of us bring a little something different to the table um, as far as our strengths. So. You know, I'm on page with what Coach Hill says. It's going to be who's playing better in February.
0: Coach Hill uh, coming in tonight, into tonight's game, 7-9. and nine. You had a four-game winning streak. Team playing pretty well. Uh, that gets broken against Fairview on Tuesday night. But I'll say this. Christmas break was one. I think it goes one of two ways for teams a lot of times. Either it or it you know you're on the ascension so to speak your team benefited from Christmas break
1: yeah we really did we we got some people uh, we took five days off and and some people that were were banged up got a chance to heal Uh, some people that were sick got a chance to get away from from each other and and kinda get well and then we came off the break and and uh, played three pretty good games in our independence holiday hoop fest and uh, got some confidence you know, last night uh, was, or I'm sorry, Tuesday night was, was a, a game where, um, you know, we had a couple kids sick, a couple kids banged up, and no excuses. But um, uh, we, we hope to be at more of a full strength uh, tonight against Summit.
0: Talk about the play of a couple of your seniors, Katie McDonald, Eden Oates. I know they've played well for you.
1: Well, you know, Katie has really found her role. Um, She had I believe nine rebounds against Fairview on Tuesday and I believe she had four or six points one of the two. She's kind of figured out uh, where she can contribute and and what her role is and she's done a good job defensively. We put her on uh, what we thought was the best offensive player that they had uh, against Fairview and and, uh, that's been the case in, in a couple games. So she's She's done a really good job of, of understanding where she can fit in and where she can best contribute to our team. And, and Eden, what a, con- a contribution she's been to our team and what a acquisition she's been for our team. Uh, you know, she's our point guard, and, and she gets us in our stuff. And, uh, you know, she could, she's one of those kind of dual-threat kids. She can take you off the bounce. Uh, she can make the three. Um, you know, she, she directs traffic well, gets us in our stuff. And... Uh, just been a tremendous um, infusion for us. Um, a team that really was looking for somebody who could take charge at the point. She's done a great job for us so far.
0: Let's talk a little Summit basketball. Coach Wild, 8-8 eight and eight on the season, went over Franklin on Tuesday night. You know, something, and, and Coach Hill talked about this too. Look, nobody's going to feel sorry for you when you have injuries. It's next person up. you got to play. But I look at your team, since you've been at Summit, I don't know if I've seen a team with... Maybe odd or bad luck when it comes to injuries. Uh, you've pretty much we have this same. I was going back to look at my notes. Every year we're talking about injuries this time of year for whatever reason.
2: Yeah, we've 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 definitely endured it. Um, but I'll tell you, I think as we've endured it and got through it, I think in February we've been better for it. I think if you go back and look, I think we're definitely we've definitely been better for it. You know, in February. Um, you know we've been through it a couple times this year already and particularly over the Christmas break in some in some tournaments that created some adversity for some other kids some other kids got a little bit uncomfortable because they were in different roles and that sort of thing but as we kept trying to talk to them this adversity and these potholes you got to get around have definitely are definitely going to make us stronger when we get into January and then when we get on into the tournament play, I think we're going to be better.
0: Well, forward. let's talk about that, Coach. If you look at your team, you have three young ladies averaging in double figures. You got Quinn Johnston, seventeen; Rosani, fourteen; Bridget Ali, not Bergen, Bridget, the freshman, uh, twelve points a game. I've always said in high school, if you, and maybe this is true at the other levels too, but if you have three players in double figures, you're generally pretty good offensively.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that. And both those kids, all, all three of those kids are, are, are good high school guards. And I think that all three will, will play in college at some level. And, you know, they, they've got the work ethic, you know, they, they do extra stuff to create a separation that, to, that tries to get them better. Um, but, you know, for us, there, there are three kids that can make threes and there are three kids that can get the ball in the lane. And if you've got a guard, in my opinion, from what I've seen in 20 years of girls' high school basketball, if, if you can make perimeter shots and you can do stuff with the ball and create and get inside that lane, then, then, you know, you're in business. And all three of those kids can do that. I think all three of those kids are on shellfish. They share the ball. Um, as was the result Tuesday night, I think each of them had four or five assists. So, you know, it's a good thing to see as a coach when, when you've got kids that are doing things like that. Um, so we'll just see how far that takes us. Quentin Johnston,
0: uh, 69 threes on the year, over 80% from the free throw line, too, I noticed. Hey, but let's talk about this. And I know as coaches, we all talk about, hey, there's other things besides scoring. You have to score. But Jaden Pittman, it stands out to me, seven rebounds per game for her.
2: Yeah, she's done done a nice job for us. And she's a kid that played behind Sidney Wright last year, got some minutes. And then when we met in the spring, you know, we pretty much said, hey, Jaden, look, you're this is your time now. She, she's grown through each phase of our off season and then into this season. Um, she's done a great job on the offensive glass for us. She's done a great job on the defensive glass for us. Um, and she's maturing as a post player also. She's got good leadership skills, <clears throat> which we like. You know, she's a great teammate. Uh, she's just a kid that, you know, you want in your program. And uh, we're happy that she's producing and, and continuing to grow as a player. Coach Hill, last year when we were talking,
0: Uh, About this time, we were talking about, hey, it's important for our team. If we can win that first district, let's get some extra games for experience. Your team went out and did that. Got to play those three additional games because of that district first round win. What's that conversation like with your team right now? Is it similar? What do you do to build on that?
1: Well, those games were important for us because none of our kids in our program had ever been to a region tournament. And they didn't know what that experience looked like and the – The pageantry that goes with that and uh, it was good for our team to do that and most of those kids are back so you know we've we've set our goals to 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 do our very very best to win the district and uh, get the highest seed possible and put ourselves in the best possible position to to advance uh, as far in the region as we possibly can Um, you know uh, our goal certainly would be to to elevate you know we finished fifth out of five last year our goal would certainly be to elevate uh, that as high as we can get it and I think if you don't set your goals to win it then you're shortchanging yourself so you know our goal certainly is to try to win the district and then we'll see where we land you know you don't always reach the goal but uh, if you don't shoot for it you're definitely not going to get it so our goal is to, to try to win that thing and um, you know advance as far as we can in the region
0: tournament and and just see where things land coach wild a really historic season for your team last year making the region semis which if i'm not mistaken that was that the first time that it happened
2: i think it's the first time it happened in a while i can't i don't remember the the last date it did happen but we did make the regional semis which was a, a leap for us getting out of that region quarterfinal game
0: well what's it take for your team to go that next step? now we're talking yeah. sub states and chances for state tournaments. good question
2: you know I, I think in all those games in the region tournament we lost to Hillsboro, and um i don't think it's because <clears throat> schematically we were bad defensively because i thought we were pretty good defensively in guarding them um i think i think we got to be able to score the ball um so when we played Hillsboro in those games, we just got in those pivotal moments where we just couldn't score. So you step into this year, I think we've got some kids, particularly on the perimeter, that can do stuff with the ball off the dribble, that can make shots. So well, maybe we've got the formula, formula this year, uh, but I think it it gets down to where you just got to score, and uh, you know the basket gets smaller. Okay, everybody has a tendency to know each other and what's coming next and what they're running, that sort of thing, but if you've got some guards that can put the ball on the floor and create their own shot and move with a little bit, I think that increases your chances of winning. And then you, I think you gotta get creative in maybe how you score. Your out-of-bounds play's gotta be pretty good. Your side out-of-bounds play's gotta be pretty good. Maybe you look to push and transition to get some easy baskets. Maybe you just really, really stress offensive rebounding a little bit more, where you can get extra possessions making free throws help, which I think we've done a good job at the foul line. I was looking at the stats this morning. We're shooting close to 70 from the line, and I've never had a team at Summit shoot close to 70 from the line. So you add that in the equation, that's just getting you more points. So I think there's a variety of things, but you know we just got to score the ball a little bit better as we get into that region tournament. Coach, we can talk to all our basketball coaches in the league,
0: and you're not going to find many who've had teams shoot 70% free, so that's tough, as a high school team, that's pretty good, <clears throat> if you can be at 70%,
2: gives you a chance. It, it does, and, and you know, we have we put a focus on it, we, we, you know, and I know everybody different, does it different, but we'll, we'll shoot them at three different times during our practice, in, in, in four to five minute intervals, and then we'll make it competitive, we'll go around, and you know, if you miss, you know, then we'll run a sprint for every kid that misses, so I think that adds to the concentration level, and hopefully you see some carryover in the games. Coach Hill, give me a key for tonight's game. We're getting short
0: on time, but not coach speak here. Give me a legit key. Stop Quinn Johnston from shooting a three. That might be one of them. Well, you know, we've been pretty
1: good defensively over the course of the year. I think our defensive average is somewhere in the mid to high 40s. We've got to, I'll echo what John said, we've got to score the ball better. Um, you know, we're not shooting it particularly well right now. Um, so we have got to make uh,
2: open shots when we get them. Coach Wild, for your team? Well, I, you know, Tony's teams are, I, I've always thought, really, really tough. So we're going to have to match that toughness uh, right off the bat. Um, then getting into personnel, you know, I think C and Oates are two good high school guards. And what makes them good is they can create and they can make shots. Um, then, you know, he's got some other guards that the Fleming kid's good off the bounce. You know, she can really get to the rim. I think she's good in transition from the film that I've seen. Um and then he's got a younger kid, uh, the Gibbs kid. I think she's crafty. I think she finds a way to score the ball. So, you know, we'll have to lock into the scout and try to figure out some stuff there to stop them. And, uh, but I think it just gets back to toughness. You know, Tony's team's are really tough. We're going to have to match that. We can't, we can't come out and get caught on our heels because if we come out and get caught on our heels, you know, we're going to probably dig ourselves a hole and then we're going to have to find a way to get out of it. And that's not really that fun. Well,
0: gentlemen, I appreciate
2: you being here, taking
0: time out of your busy schedule, talking about tonight's WCTV game of the week.
2: Thank you, sir. Great to be here. Thanks for the job you're doing. Appreciate you know coming in today.
0: Thank you, guys. We'll be back after this short break to talk to the boys' coaches of Independence and Summit High School. Welcome back to the coaches show. We are now talking to the boys' coaches tonight's border battle uh, summit traveling to Independence. We've got Independence Head Coach Mark Wilkins, Summit Head Coach Jim Fay. Gentlemen, appreciate you being here. Appreciate having us. Summit coming in at 8-8. Coach, Fay, I noticed with your team, two four-game winning streaks is what you've had. You've had the losses sort of in between that. Uh, It seems like to me, much like we were talking with Coach Hill before, and with your team last year too, you really benefited from that tournament Now it's the second annual King of the Hill tournament. It's your place, wins over Oakland, wins over Cane Ridge, and then a loss to your old team, a very good team, East Nashville. But your team got better during that time.
3: We did get better. um, We've got a very young team, but we play a very tough schedule. And I think having a close win against a very athletic and, and solid Oakland team, and then a, another a one-point win over a, a very athletic and solid Cane Ridge team. And uh, those teams have pushed us and made us better. Uh, the thing I noticed about our tournament, out of I had 40 starters for eight teams in that tournament, the last day, 14 seniors started. Wow. And of the 14, East Nashville had five. Yeah. So, the majority of the other seven teams, while they were talented, were still young. And so, that's that's just a, an example that we were in the tournament trying to find our way. And we did some good things against, like I said, pay, uh, against Cane uh, Ridge and uh, Oakland. And quite frankly, East Nashville was better because of their leadership and their senior play. So, Coach, talk
0: about that facing your old squad. Let's face it, when a lot of people talk about Jim Fay, they're gonna talk about East Nashville because you spent so many years there. Was that, what
3: were your emotions like playing that team? Well, the thing for me was that it was not my old team because it was a point since I've been at Summit not to play East Nashville until all of my former players that had played for me were gone. None of the kids that played against us were they were my kids. I knew a few of the kids. Obviously Avery Patton, the head coach, was my assistant. Um, it was good to see some old friends from that area. but at the end of the day it was about summit trying to get better and, and make our program better. And you obviously did that. Coach Wilkins, your team, uh, 15
0: and three. Uh, and let's face it, one of the favorites, in WCS to advance deep in the postseason based on what you have coming back, based on how your team did last year. Uh, I'm going to ask you this question I also asked to Coach Hill. Year two at Independence, it has to be a little bit different and maybe better in some ways because you know one another now.
4: Yeah, I think it's better in a lot of ways. I mean, it's it's great to the kids to – to know kind of what we're expected of, of them every day. And, you know, as a coach is just to know how to coach them better. I just think that that's been such a, a great thing about a year two is that different kids respond different ways to, you know, things that we say. And so I, I've been thankful that we've got to do that together now. And in two years, is, is a, it seems like a long time in a good way that, you know, we've been through a lot of games, a lot of battle, a lot of stress. And, you know, and so day in, day out for two years, you know, is, is we've got a lot of experience, I think underneath our belt now. And, and you know, hoping to continue to add to that this year.
0: Like Coach Faye's squad at Summit, Uh, you play in a tournament, you get better. What was a little bit different, though, he's playing at home. You guys are going down to Sandestin Beach. And by the way, if you guys wanted to, you played Frank on the finals, you should have just driven back, played the game here. But from uh, talking to everyone that saw that game and actually talking to you guys as well, 25 total threes in that game, Mm -hmm. 77-75. It
4: breaks an 11-game winning streak for your team, but a very exciting game. Yeah, it was strange because usually when a, a WCS team, or two WCS teams square off, especially, you know, Franklin and, and uh, Independence being so close, just like us at Summit, it's going to be a packed house, going to be a standing room only. Um, you know, for down there, it was kind of like a pickup game, it seemed like, you know. And so it was, you know, open gym run. And so it was we. big shot would be made, and it's kind of just still crickets out there. But, you know, it was, uh, it was good for us. You know, you know, aside from basketball, it was great for our team and our school, I think, just to, to get away and to, you know, to be together. We don't get to do that. We haven't got to do that a lot in the last two years. And so that part was fun, probably the highlight. And, you know, and never want to lose, but it is uh, – it's, it's definitely a, a good story, I guess, in some ways that uh, school – you know, 15 minutes apart, played seven hours away. And so, um, but it was still a good experience for us too. I think we learned a lot about our team and, you know, excited to see them again down the road.
0: Coach Fay, Tuesday night, your team drops a game to Franklin. I was going to ask you this earlier, but talk about with a young team, you got one senior. Correct. And it's a little bit tricky now in terms of, we want to play a tough schedule to be tested, but maybe we need some confidence with wins. It seems like you've done that with the schedule, terms of who you're playing maybe it just is happenstance and you're a veteran enough coach where it's like look we're not going to just play teams that we're going to beat by 50 or lose by 50 and it's about getting better it seems like your schedule is almost set up perfectly for the team that you have
3: well our schedule is set up you know obviously a year in advance and uh, we've got a young core of players Um, my basic breakdown is a senior four juniors four sophomore's, a couple of freshmen that are the nucleus of the roster that we play right now and these guys are having a lot of on the job training. And you're having a lot of learning experiences when you're having these on the job training adventures especially when you play the the caliber of teams we played. But talent-wise, we have the talent. We're just trying to get it all together and get these kids to understand that, you know, Nobody has to do anything by themselves. And if we can work better together, then we can be more successful. And there's games that we've gotten together, especially like the the Cane Ridge and, and Oakland games, we didn't play good in the first halves. But we got it together and did what we needed to in the second half to find ourselves a win. And there's been other games where, you know, I try not to harp on the fact that we're young, but after you get over the you know, the the tough outcomes and you sit back and think about it, you realize this is, you know, 90% about the lack of experience that we have. And that's what was so key about Oakland and Cane and Ridge is that we found a way to win a tight ball game against a team that we didn't necessarily have to beat. And early on, we had games – you know, Laverne, Laverne and Beach that that were tough games that we could have beaten both of those teams, but we had no concept of how to win those close games. So I think that's helped us a lot. But, yeah, the you know, the scheduling, you're going to play tough teams. And if you're not going to play tough teams, you're not going to gain anything in the postseason from it.
0: And tonight, obviously, the first district game of the year, which are the ones that really matter. Coach Fay, again, talk about that with a young team. its It's been my experience. It seems like... With a young team, you can talk about what it takes to win one of those games at the end, but you almost have to just do it before you really get it.
3: Yeah, you, you've got you've to experience it before you can really develop it and make it part of your DNA. You have to go through it. And sometimes it's hard to get there. Um, early on when I in my coaching career, that was the hardest thing, is just simply learning how to win. Because when I started coaching, uh, some of the teams I had that were not very talented, and we had to find some way to get over the hump. And we played some good programs. Same things kind of happened here at Summit. We've had some, uh, we've had some talented guys, and we've had some unique situations with COVID and everything else that's taken place. But at the end of the day, it's just about developing leaders and and getting guys that can express how the younger guys are supposed to do it. When you're down to one senior at this point, it makes it a little tough, but we still have that same expectation. You've got to always have the expectation to win and to continue some tradition, and that's what we're trying to develop. Coach Wilkins,
0: 70-60 to win on Tuesday night against Fairview, and the folks in WCS realize this, but that's one of the best teams in this county.
4: No, I, I, we, I think we all think that. I mean, Fairview is tough. They play tough. Um, you know, they were, I think, the Regis Semis last year lost to somebody who was a runner-up. You know, and they bring a lot back. And, you know, Coach McCoy does a fantastic job with those kids. They play you know, tough basketball. And it is, you know, last year, obviously, it was something in our mind, too. We went over there and, and maybe took a little bit for them granted, cause, or took them for granted because we were a little bigger school than they are, and they came out and, and ran us off the floor. And so our guys were really hungry to get after it, you know, on Tuesday night, and, and we had to fight for it. I mean, they, we pulled away, but then, like they do because they're a great team, they battled back and made it close there at the end. And so uh, our guys were really excited about beating Fairview because we know they were a good team. Well,
2: and
0: something people, not to bring up a bad memory, Coach, but <laughs> – Obviously, had a great season last year. They clipped you last year. They did.
4: Yep, they did. And we heard it. You know, they talked about it later on in the year. That was one of the wins <laughs> they talked about. Or at least I heard it. And so, uh, you know, we had to come back and, and stay motivated because it was – you know, I think that was the first time for us, and maybe me since being an independence, that when we lost that game, they were kind of – there was some celebrating going on. And, you know, I kind of told, told our team, that's when you know you you can have a good year, is that people were excited that they beat you. They didn't know they were going to, and they are fired up. And so – you know, we were frustrated we lost, but we also kind of took it as a compliment that it meant something to them from to beat Independence. And so uh, we definitely don't want to feel that again. Let's talk of
0: personnel a little bit. Coach Faye, talk about, and we talked about this a little bit on Media Day as well, sort of the unique situation that Alex Pollard, your senior, is in, providing that leadership, uh, maybe a spot that he didn't know he was going to be in. But let's face it, when you're older, you got to step up and be a leader.
3: Right. And he's uh, he's worked at trying to be a leader. Um, he's been playing pretty well the last few games. Um, struggled probably the game against Oakland, and the last three games he's been one of our more consistent uh, offensive players. He's just trying to to find his way and figure out his niche, not just in basketball but in life. He's like a lot of young men; they're trying to see what they're going to do in the future, and he's just uh, he's continuing to battle and. I think he's done a good job for us in a lot of ways. So hopefully he can uh, he can you know be contagious and spread that to some of the younger players and, and get guys motivated. Well, and you talk about in your core group as you went down your list, senior for juniors, you got a couple freshmen in that in that group too. I do, I do. Uh, Michael Crutcher's uh, uh, started for us. The only game he hasn't started as a freshman has been a game he was out sick and uh, he's done really well. He's got a tremendous motor, great defensive player, and he's really a, a really a solid offensive player. I think he spends more time on defense, which is fine because that's that's one of the keys that we harp on a lot. But uh, he's done a good job. And then Cade Linfestia Jr., he is uh, he's definitely started to uh, come around as a leader, and I think that's gonna be something that pays big dividends, not just for this year, but uh, next year as well, because we need that leadership piece. Um, you know, you see you see the mid-majors in colleges, the the juniors and seniors that are dominated the mid-majors, they're beating the the Power Five Conference McDonald's All-American freshman, and it's because of leadership. And that's why we need to continue to develop the leadership with our team.
0: Coach Wilkins with your squad. Notice you got a couple. Jet Montgomery uh in double figures, Tylen Lewis in double figures. Talk about Maybe getting that third guy, you know, that's something we talk yeah. about with coach wild seems got three players averaging ten or more Which is sort of rare you tend to have that third guy, but it's a different guy. It seems like each night
4: Yeah, it's been rotating. I mean Matthew Witt obviously somebody that's been in double figures throughout the year and just trying to figure out You know and Braden Buck's been another one That's another great shooter for us that I think he's had a couple big games And so we definitely need that third score as a season goes on you know postseason goes on we play Better teams that are going to scout us even more and so they're going to know some tendencies And so we have to have more than one more than two scores, you know step up and for us to make another run And so we have those options It's just a matter of how we get those options all on the same page and getting to work together I mean, I think that's what every coach is trying to get their teams is be playing the best of the end and and for us We've got to be doing that the playing the best of the end together and trying to figure that out as the teams take certain actions away Um, What we're going to do to counter that again is is kind of on our um, to do list this week.
0: Witt, uh, leading your team six rebounds per game. And then another guy, like a little, and I know you love this guy, (laughs) uh, Josh Owens, leading your team four assists per game.
4: No, Ian, Josh is the heart of the team, and I think everyone would tell you that. He's just, uh, he's tough as nails and takes a charge anytime we need him to. He's just the type of kid that, you know, every coach dreams about having. And he's also hitting a lot of shots right now for us, too. And so, uh, he he was out against on uh, Tuesday against Fairview, and I think we kind of had some moments there. We could have used his leadership handling the ball late, and so uh, he's a great kid, and uh, we're very very fortunate to have him on our team.
0: Coach Fay, let's talk about expectations for your team. Last year, one of the things you and I had talked about, maybe on this show, was your team getting to the region tournament. You're hosting the region, you wanted to make sure that you made it, but you also thought experience-wise, it was important. What are those? Is it the same conversation this year? Is it maybe taking an additional step? What's the conversation like this year?
3: Well, obviously, you know, every year you want to be in the region tournament. Um, And now we're in a situation where there's only five teams in the district this year. Um, It's still the expectations to make it to the region tournament. But getting to the region tournament is not the, the only goal. You wanna make sure that you can actually play at least another game. You'd like to give yourself a chance to make the semifinals and the semifinals gives you a shot at the Sweet 16 basically uh, of the substate. So yeah, we wanna get back to the region. Um, our district is tough. There's a lot of uh, There's a lot of new faces, a lot of old faces as well. Um, it's going to be an it's going to be a tough night every night you play with the competition that we have, but uh, obviously the goal is for us to get into the region and win a game at least one. Coach
0: Wilkins and talking about I mean obviously you guys are District 12 guys.
3: Yeah,
0: uh, Columbia Central, Indy, Owensville, Ravenwood, Summit. Last year, in my opinion, your side was no doubt the strongest. That other side this year, I think they had some of that lack of experience last year in a lot of ways. That's a pretty tough side this year too, with Brentwood, Centennial, Franklin, Hillsborough, Overton.
4: No, I think they're loaded. I really do. I mean, I think you might give your Hillsborough the, you know, the top slot right now, but I think, you know, Franklin, Brentwood, Centennial, all those games are gonna be just battles. And so, you know, it's it's gonna be a tough region tournament once that time comes. We know that for sure. And you know, our our side did graduate a lot last year, uh, you know, with Columbia Central being the, the district winners last year, they graduated a whole lot. But you know, they're gonna be tough again, especially going on there. It's a you know, you know, it's gonna be tough for us to go down there for all of us to go down there. You know, but then Ravenwood's playing well too. I mean, they've beat a lot of teams this year and, and played, you know, 11 and close on Tuesday. So it, it's just tough every night, as Coach Faye talked about. There's just you can't really ever show up and say, Okay, we got it. You know, we've got to come out focused and and every night has a little different challenge based on personnel, and you just hope that when that time in the postseason, those big time games come around, that you have the the matchup that's favorable to you, and then you can make a run.
0: Gentlemen, appreciate you being here. Let's end with this, Coach Faye. Uh, give me some thoughts or a key or two about tonight's game for your team to be successful.
3: Well, number one, we've got to handle their pressure the you know the full court pressure and the half court pressure. We've got to handle the pressure, and then probably as much as anything. Once we get into the half court, we've got to be patient on offense. I think our offense has done more damage to us this year than than our defense. We've We've gotten in a hurry to score, and sometimes when you get in a hurry, you get in a hurry to get rid of the ball, and that's not a good thing. You like to keep the ball as long as possible.
4: Coach Wilkins, how about for your team tonight? Yeah, uh, I have to agree with Coach Faye. I think it's maybe some uh, differing styles of if we're trying to play. We, we love to get out and play fast and tempo. But, you know, on the other side of that, we struggle sometimes on the half court to execute, to get the ball where it needs to get to. And, and Coach does a good job with that with his team. We have a lot of teams in our district that do that. And so, you know, when we are not out in transition, we've got to be able to focus on the half court and, and be able to get stops and, you know, on the other side be able to score when we need to. Gentlemen, appreciate you being here talking about tonight's border battle summit
0: traveling to independence
4: thanks for having us thank you
0: thank you for joining us for the coaches show we'll see you next time